Coming to you from the HagmanReport.com studio. Located in the Keystone State, birthplace of a mighty nation, it's your host, Doug Hagman. And welcome to Hagman. It is Hagman Report for today. It's Wednesday, January 25, 2023. Um, I want to open up the program let you know that at um, about 2.20 this morning, a 4.2 magnitude. Magnitude. <laughs> magnitude. <laughs> magnitude. Oh, you'll never know what you're going to hear on this. Uh, on Doomsday the, clock. Doomsday clock. Oh, just hang on. Oh, boy. Anyway, 4.2 magnitude. Mag- <laughs> now I can't stop saying it. Magnitude earthquake hit just off of uh, about 10 miles from Malibu. And aftershocks of 3.5. Uh, and then uh, that, that was three minutes later. And then again, uh, 2.8 and 2.6 at uh, 22 minutes after 2 this morning and at 38 minutes after 2 respect, uh, respectively. And, and there's a map there. For those watching on Rumble or Brighteon, and I ask kindly of our listening and viewing audience to please subscribe, even if you're not going to use it, just subscribe to Rumble and or Brighteon, both give you extra credit there and and hit a like for the channel as well as the thumbs up or likes for the episodes as well if you feel so inclined and, and by the way you're welcome to share this with with anyone you know if you have a social media presence uh, you have links to this episode and other episodes appreciated welcomed and thanked and i appreciate all of you now you know um I wanted to just tell you about that uh, earthquake uh, initially, and that that kind of brings up uh, my thoughts of Standale. Folks, uh, please keep Standale in your prayers. Um, I, I, I'm just—he's got some very, very serious health issues. Okay, you know, I, I get emails all the time. Why isn't this person on there? Why isn't that person on there? What, 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 I Look, folks. Okay, people have. There's different reasons for for different people, okay. Um, and, and you know that song by uh, "You Can't Always Get What You Want," okay. Well, th- th- that that's how it is. But but Standale, please keep him in your prayers. And Stan's uh, not a full time radio host. Exactly. Exactly. And and, and you know I'm, I'm uh, look. It's not about me, but I've got I'm going through some stuff. I've got to record at different times. Sometimes early, early, early. And if it's early for me, I guarantee you it's early for Stan, okay? He's not going to get up at 3 in the morning to, to record a show. So thank you for your concern, if that's what it, if that, if that's what it is. But I just want to let, let everyone know. Um, now, by profession, I, as you as you know, I always mention this. I'm an investigator by profession. I'm not a talk show host. You can tell that by the way I by my delivery. Magnitude, magnitude, yeah. <laughs> Exhibit A. There you go. Um. So, the investigative side of me is really that's been my love my whole adult life being an investigator. And especially focusing on homicide cases, specifically cold case homicides, but homicides in, specifically. But I want to expand my investigative purview here and throw some things out to you, the audience. Look, we need to start getting answers to questions. All right. Now, this is not in the show prep, Eric, so don't worry about this. But I was thinking um, during the night last night and uh, where is I'm going to throw some questions out to you where is and are we ever going to see the Epstein client list the little black book you saw Ghislaine Maxwell saying I don't believe that Jeffrey committed suicide well I don't either we can all agree on that 
where is the investigation on the SCOTUS, the Supreme Court leak, the Roe leak? From what I understand, the investigation was conducted. Basically, the investigator said, can't, I don't know. Don't, I don't know. Packed up his bags and went home. I'm going to tell you something, okay? I'm like a dog with a bone. If, if somebody tosses me something to get done, I want to get it done. I, I, I want answers. Um, you, you can ask anyone who knows me. I will not stop until I reach the gates of hell. And and, and then, and I'm telling you, and, and that's not, a, you know, yay is me. That's just simply, that's the way I operate. I, you know, don't, do, do not withhold information from me that really pisses me off and and it should you as well so who's the scotus leaker about roe there's some felonious activity there that we deserve answers to oh and and what about the dc pipe bomber Boy, I'll tell you something. You talk about things that you're not allowed to talk about. The D.C. pipe bomber? The FBI has A footage, not B footage that we've seen, but A footage of the D.C. pipe bomber. It strains credulity. The entire story strains credulity that you could have a pipe bomb exposed to the public at the D.N.C. headquarters, have Kamala Harris... In the DNC headquarters, and the Secret Service, what, what, they, they stepped on it, maybe tripped over it. Who the hell knows? Don't tell me. Don't friggin' tell me you don't know who the DC pipe bomber is. But they don't, they don't want to know. They don't want you to know. How about, uh, where's the body cam footage? the police department body cam footage from Paul Pelosi, the incident with Paul Pelosi. Release that. That might tell a story, you think? Paul in his underwear. I get it. He was home. It was in the middle of the night, but was he sleeping? What, and they were fighting over a hammer? Stained whitey tighties. (laughs) Don't Magnet, get me start. Magnaturd. <laughs> Magnaturds, yes. They didn't want to show that. They, they didn't want to show the Magnaturds, or perhaps his tidy whities were in tatters. <laughs> I don't know. Inquiring minds want to know. Turn me loose. Hey, you underwrite me, give me the assignment, and, and I'll do it. I guarantee, I guarantee flipping to you. He'd be I, murdered. Doing what I love, though. But, but here's the thing, okay? When, when my uncle was so viciously murdered back in 1982, and 1987 on the anniversary, I was assigned the, the case by my family for the cost of one dollar. A case that went unsolved for five, five, count them, five years. Took It took me five months. A hell of a lot of miles. One, two, three, four, four different states. Probably 30,000 miles on my vehicle. Hundreds of interviews. But, but you know what? Five months later, they had a man in custody who was not just arrested, but tried and convicted and sits in jail. You know why? Because I wasn't going to take no for an answer. And I was going to get, okay, that's an example. How come we haven't heard much more about the Las Las Vegas shooting you know, the shooting out there? Or how about the Nashville Christmas Day bombing? 
where Petula Clark was singing, downtown. Whatever happened to that? And what did that destroy? Inquiring minds want to know. Oh, and, and despite and over the objections of the family of Seth Rich, what really happened to Seth Rich? Did he die on the streets in D.C.? Or did he die in the hospital where the mayor just happened to be? Huh. And even, oh, the COVID lab leak. Look, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. That was my bad. For peeing on my leg? The leak. The leak. You're, you're talking about the lab leak now, not not, not the... Yeah, it was yeah. dating the bat lady. And, and that was Swalwell, yeah. Um, well, you know, yeah, things happen. Look, I understand that, but you come clean. Okay, we'll uh, we'll forgive you. Actually, Eric the Tech is, is, is in quite the mood today. What set him off was the doomsday clock. We're going to be getting into momentarily, but but um, look, I want answers, and there there are so many more questions that need to, that need answers because we're all being lied to. Everything is a everything is an illusion out there. <laughs> Eric's reaching for the button. Okay, don't worry, I got it. I'm okay. All right. What really set Eric off today was, um, this is video number one in the show prep. By the way, folks, uh, I, I've got, again, I am so excited about what we're going to be rolling out. It's going to change everything. Everything will be changed. I mean, you're just not going, I mean, it's going to be so exciting. Because the, the, the more things kind of go downhill, and, and the closer we get to, well, midnight, the closer we get to that that crescendo, the more you need to know and the more you need to know to act. Okay? So, I'm excited about that. I'm not sure when's... Eric the Tech, when, when are we going to... When's that going to be unveiled? What we're doing? I don't know. Silence. We haven't... Silence. We really haven't talked about it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. We can talk about that later. All right. What, you you want to talk about it on there? <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, let's te- talk about our technical difficulty. Technical difficulty? I think the doomsday clock people had a technical difficulty. Okay, yeah. So I, I never gave this a thought, okay? It's just second nature to me being a boomer, right? Um, I never thought that, you know, people when, in the show prep, Eric Tech looked and said, what's, what's a doomsday clock? Okay, I and you know, it never occurred to me that people really, there are people that may not know, and I'm not making fun of anybody, believe me. I mean, you think I should know. Well, you know. I've been with you for. Well, yeah, but how many times have I, if I, uh, outside of the. Obviously none. It's the first one. Outside of the studio, how many times have I referenced the doomsday clock? Um, yeah, exactly. So uh, there's there's nothing wrong with not knowing. You know, well, that's the first time I there's a doomsday clock. What's that? And and Eric and I were going back and forth. It was kind of funny, but yeah, but I never gave it a thought that people didn't know about this. And as a boomer, of course, you know, you kind of grew up with this, the doomsday clock. And uh, what the doomsday clock is, it's, it was in, it's set up by the Atomic uh, Science Commission or a commission of atomic scientists back in 1947, roughly. And this is a broad view. And it, it assesses the amount of time closest. If it strikes midnight, that's Armageddon. That's, you know, lights off. That's all hell breaking loose and whatever. Okay, that's midnight is like, you know, that's it. Time's up. Bang. Everything's, you know, bend over, kiss your butt. It's gone. In a very scientific way of explaining that, right? And who decides, who sets this, again, this committee of atomic scientists and such? And, all right. So, now, 
And, and, and by the way, in nineteen uh, in the nineteen forties, it was set at seven minutes to midnight. The furthest away from midnight it was was in nineteen ninety one at seventeen minutes to midnight. That was at the end of the Cold War, or at the watch my air quotes end of the Cold War. Now it's changed. Let's go to video one. It's a very short twenty eight seconds announcement about the change to the doomsday clock dedicated to the boomers out there this is side b of the petula clark downtown here it is the members of the science and security board move the hands of the doomsday clock forward largely though not exclusively because of the mounting dangers in the war in ukraine we move the clock forward the closest it has ever been to midnight it is now 90 seconds to midnight. You, you know, folks, you should, you should, I should have a camera in Eric the Tech. He's, he's over there rolling, laughing. Okay. He's bent over laughing. He said, well, Who are these people? And, and it, admittedly, that does look a little bit frumpy. I don't know. I don't know who, I mean, you know. <sighs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Say whatever you need to say. you got nothing right you got nothing it's just funny like and this says something we can laugh when they move the doomsday clock to 90 seconds closest it's ever been to midnight and we're laughing about it but why is mom i've been chosen to reveal the doomsday clock what should i wear most would wear bow ties all right um i got so much to get into i I don't want (laughs) to i don't want to squander the time we have together um all right this is a 30 second clip this is kind now these are pieces right now i'm showing you that are are, again everything is connected It, it but everything's not necessarily conspiracy but everything does connect to something else okay this um this is very interesting i want you i want you to listen to this if you don't mind please this is matt gates okay now he he does say an expletive here i'm not going to beep it out it's just the way it is it's the f expletive in 30 seconds i I guess he put that in there we're gonna have to Subtract a minute from that doomsday clock now. (laughs) Yeah, eighty-nine minutes. No, no, it it would be it would be thirty seconds if you. Never mind. All right, here's uh, Matt Gates. Eighty-nine seconds. Sorry. No, no, no. If you subtract a minute, you're subtracting one minute twenty-nine seconds. Oh, you're hurting my head, man. You are actually hurting my head. Folks, you see what he's doing? Okay. Okay. Anyway, here's Matt Gates Matt Gate talking about breaking up big tech and about the bills that were in the legislation that was pending. Now, remember, Nancy Pelosi, Paul's husband, wife, whatever, vodka-soaked, gin-soaked other, she had the hand as to what bills would go forward or not. Here is Matt Gates, video two. Being about you know big tech bills and like potentially breaking up Facebook, and just imagine if you're about to even vote on that, and then you go and you know put option get put option. Well, I mean, th- that's not a hypothetical. That happened. I mean, we had bills that were moving through the Judiciary Committee that passed out of the Judiciary Committee that broke up big tech, and we were all getting ready for them to come to the floor. And on the dip, Paul Pelosi bought a bunch of those stocks. Wow. And then guess what? Guess what, Tim? They never fucking came to the floor. Wow. What a surprise. Are these people- all right. <sighs> to the Global Star Radio Network, we apologize. But that's uh, raw footage. So, okay. You didn't say it. I didn't say it. That's right. So, think about this. Think about this. Going to break up big tech. Big tech stocks fall. We saw this, right? Pelosi buys the stock on the dip. 
And, and of course, the bills never reached the floor. The, the, the rumors did, but, but the bills never reached the floor. Why? Because Paul's husband, yeah, Paul's wife, Nancy, that gin-soaked um, w- wicked witch, prevented the bills from going to the floor. So, stocks rise, Paul Pelosi makes a profit. Must be nice. Wish somebody would have called me. I could have invested 100 bucks into something. I don't know. Did they call you folks? No, they didn't. All right. Now, remember Pelosi, gone. Okay, Kevin McCarthy, he's the House Speaker now. Is he going to do any good, or is he a rhino? Look, uh, he better prove himself, okay, because as far as I'm concerned, the, the guy, the, the guy's already starting below the starting line, below zero. But I was rather impressed with this. This is a three-minute question and answer. And, and th- this is about committee appointments. Okay, now understand where we're going with this. And if you think politics is nothing but an illusion, right on the money. But it's still important to understand. Because things can change and will change through bills and legislation. All right. So there's a Q&A with McCarthy. And this is very difficult to hear. The question is, your appointments to to various committees, okay? What about Schiff, Adam Schiff, and uh, Swallows very well, Swallows well, Eric Swal- uh, Swalwell. What about the, those appointments, the latter, of course, to the House Intel Committee, or I think both to the House Intel Committee? Again, remember, Swalwell and Fang Fang, the Chinese spy, did some pillow talk. Schiff, well, Schiff is just Schiff, okay? Give me a list, or I'll give, I'll give you the list as to why that guy shouldn't be even anywhere. Okay, watch this. This is video three. By the way, go to hagmanreport.com, open up the episode box. Oh, and soon that, oh, you're going to see some things when we announce this. But anyway, um, there will be all of the show notes, hagmanreport.com. Not, not, uh, the show notes are not contained on Rumble or Brighton or anywhere else. Go ahead and play video three. Intel committee. Is, is Santos on the Intel committee? Am I allowing shift? Am I allowing shift to be on other committees? Go right ahead. Um, because you have direct power over who goes on intelligence, but you also will be able to create for your whole house, taking off other Democrats, perhaps Representative Omar. But you have said that lying to us is something that means you should be removed from the intelligence committee. But why is it not a factor? Well, let me be very. This is a man who should not be on committee. Something you do have power. Over. He's got elected by his district, so. Okay, let let me be very clear and respectful to you. You ask me a question. When I answer it, it's the answer to your question. You don't get to determine whether I answer your question or not, okay? In all respect. Thank you. No, no, let's answer her question. You just raised a question. I'm going to be very clear with you. The Intel Committee is different. You know why? Because what happens in the Intel Committee, you don't know. What happens in the Intel Committee, although the secrets are going on in the world, other members of Congress don't know. What did Adam Schiff do as the chairman of the Intel Committee? What Adam Schiff did, use his power as a chairman and lie to the American public. Even the Inspector General said it. When Devin Nunes put out a memo, he said it was false. When we had a laptop, he used it before an election to be politics and say that it was false and said it was the Russians. When he knew different, when he knew the Intel, if you talk to um, John Radcliffe, DNI, He came out ahead of time and says there's no intel to prove that, and he used his position as chairman, knowing he has information the rest of America does not, and lied to the American public. When a whistleblower came forward, he said he he did not know the individual, even though his staff had met with him and set it up. So no, he does not have a right to sit on that. But I will not be like Democrats and play politics with these, where they removed Republicans from committees and all committees. So yes, he can serve on a committee, but he will not serve on intel, because 
because it goes to the national security of America. And I will always put them first, all right? And if you want to talk about Swalwell, let's talk about Swalwell. Because you have not had the briefing that I had. I had the briefing and Nancy Pelosi had the briefing from the FBI. The FBI never came before this Congress to tell the leadership of this Congress that Eric Swalwell had a problem with a Chinese spy until he served on intel. So it wasn't just us who were concerned about it. The FBI was concerned about putting a member of Congress on the intel committee that has the rights to see things that others don't because of his knowledge and relationship with a Chinese spy. They brought it to the works of the leaders. I've got that briefing. So I do not believe he should sit on there. That committee, and I believe there's 200 other Democrats that can serve on that committee. So this has nothing to do with Santos. Santos is not on the Intel Committee. But you know what? Those voters elected Schiff, even though he lied. Those voters elected Swalwell, even though he lied to the American public too. So you know what? I'll respect his voters too, and they'll serve on committees. But they will not serve on a place that has national security relevance because integrity matters to me. That's the answer to your question. <laughs> Yeah, baby. All right. So he earned some street cred there, in my view. They're not going to be serving on any intel committee. They were elected, so you can't do anything about that. But but you, you see how infiltrated we are by the communist Chinese party, by the communists in general. We are, America is a captured operation. I hope people really understand that, how deeply we've been captured. Just like the Vatican, which I want want to touch on that later, but um, related to, well, you know, McCarthy mentioned a couple of things, okay? When did the, really, the age of these peoples start? When did they start really showing um, or, or really grabbing hold of the reigns of power and i was doing some research on this and you've got to go back and and, i mean a deep dive into people like barry satoro barack hussein obama he's barry satoro you barack hussein obama you think you know who he is no one has a clue as to who barack hussein obama really is as a matter of fact when he was a junior senator in Illinois, and I think I've, I've, I know I've mentioned this many times on this program before, as a junior senator, he served on the nuclear uh, uh, anti-proliferation board uh, the committee, and that's during the time when, when Richard Luger and Obama and their staffs went to uh, Russia and Ukraine. Okay, in other locations to make sure that the stockpiles were um, being handled properly. Now, if you recall, this is back um, again when he was a, when Barry Satoro, Barack Hussein Obama was a junior senator. That that plane that 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 plane of delegates was stopped in Perm. And it barely made the news. It was like a paragraph. Why? Because Barack Hussein Obama's, his papers were not in order. They spent three hours there, Russian authorities, saying that, hey, you know what? Obama is a British citizen or British subject. Based on paperwork, based on their uh, official uh, records. So, so how is that even possible? You go back to 07, 08, and you start looking at how we got Obama, who was behind Obama, and that's when all of this started. And then, speaking of Obama, let's throw in some, oh, ridiculous nonsense, right? Not so ridiculous when you look at this in the whole, as, as, as a whole, I guess. Video four. The, you remember this. Uh, this is Joan Rivers right here. 
chat. And do you think that the country will see the first, the United States will see the first gay president or the first woman president? We already have it with Obama, so let's just calm down. Got it. You know Michelle is a trans. I'm sorry, she's a what? A transgender. We all know. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. It's okay. You know, you might laugh that off and say that's just BS talk. She was dead a month later. Normal, normal surgery, uh, uh, minor surgery, cosmetic surgery, a little bit of nip and tuck. Didn't go well, and and she passed away. Kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? You start throwing, you start. Saying what you know, we look. Everyone knows this is an open secret that Obama is a homosexual and Michelle is a transgender. And you've all seen seen the memes or, or the pictures or, or the uh, photos of Michelle's package right underneath the dress, the bulges and such. You've all seen that. I'm sure you have. Again, I would put that down in questions. And you know I've had Larry Sinclair on this program. And Larry Sinclair wrote a book about his sexual escapades with Obama. Hmm. And, you know, Susan Daniels did a lot of work. Uh, She's a PI out of Ohio. God bless her, Jack Cashel, and others who I've uh, come to know and respect. And and there's so much in that time period that we have to ask questions about. But if you want to know where we are now, or why we are where we are now, you look back at the major thrust, the fundamental uh, transformation of this country. Which, by the way, as I spoke about earlier this week, Obamacare taking over 25% of our economy and changing our health care forever for the worse. And, and, and there it is. I mean, so, so that's one way. Um, I could I could do program after program on Obama, deep dives into Obama. But I, folks, you know, you know, and if you don't know, you need to know. All right. But let's get back to that doomsday clock. Why did they move it to ninety seconds? Eric the Tech is dying to know. He, 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 now that he knows what the doomsday clock is. Why? Why? Well, let's go to page one in the show notes. This is so important because I wrote about this. But before we go to page one on the, on the screen, I want to show you this. This is a hard copy of Wisconsin Christian News. Folks, if, you, if you're not a subscriber to this newspaper, this is true Christian news. This is a hard copy. God bless them for making hard copies because I, I, I hate like heck to walk around with a, what is that, iPad thing and, and reads. No, no, this is great. Wisconsin Christian News. And, and, and this is the current episode or edition. And, and on the front is the lies and dangers of artificial intelligence. You shall be as gods. The, great column. Great, you folks, a great column. So do me a favor. And they also have a TV show, which I might be on next uh, the next episode, um, a week from Tuesday, next Tuesday, I believe. I may be on with um, uh, Mr. Whitehead, who wrote the uh, the book, um, The Rise of the Warrior Cop, and other, other and books. DeMar Hamlin. And, and DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, we've got to talk about He's that. He's going to make his first appearance. All right. Well, you know what? Let's talk about that for a moment because we had, we did have uh, Joan Rivers speak the truth about. Oh, but by the way, before I move from Wisconsin Christian News, folks, do me a solid too. Please donate to keep them in in business. Um, Rob's wife, I don't know if well, she was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, the the publisher, the guy behind this, okay. Um, and uh, she'll be undergoing um, surgery and treatments and such. Um, 
we we, we got to keep them in business. We have to keep them in business. I, gosh, I hope Rob. If I, I'm sorry if I talked out of school, but you know, I think I think people need to know what what you're you are going through. Your wife's going through. So please support Wisconsin Christian News. When you subscribe, also donate and and please donate. Please donate as much as you can. I'm not asking for widows and stuff like that to do that, but people with substance, please donate to Wisconsin Christian News to keep them in, in print. All right. Um, you, you mentioned Damar Hamlin. Now, you and I had a discussion today. Before we get to the Doomsday Clock, we had a discussion today. And you were playing devil's advocate, which I appreciate. And, and folks, th- this is important because this is, to me, from my investigative perspective, there are more holes in this, and there are so many questions about this. I want answers to. It's weird. Thank you. Stu Peters brought this up, and uh, excuse me, this is video, or um, yeah, why do I have that subheading there? Uh, It shouldn't be there. Okay, this is video seven. Seven in the show notes. Um, Damar Hamlin. This is, again, by Stu Peters. This is a two-minute video clip, and he brings up some good points. And I've got some equally good and even better points as well, as well as Eric the Tech. Here it is. Oh, and speaking of running around, Damar Hamlin was almost doing that. Certainly, we weren't the only ones that noticed the pep in his step. Again, this guy was dead on the field just a month ago and was brought back with CPR. And by the way, speaking of CPR, if CPR is performed correctly, the person being brought back to life, revived, is almost certain to have internal bruising at minimum, likely broken ribs and damaged cartilage. This was a guy that appeared almost ready to suit up and play in the game on Sunday. Hamlin never took his hood down never removed his mask, never took off those hideous sunglasses, and didn't speak to a soul. It's just bizarre. When an NFL player makes a miraculous recovery or survives some huge hit or accident or major injury, the NFL is always quick to showcase them on the national stage, on the 50-yard line, even rolling them out in wheelchairs to celebrate their comeback or return to a stadium. Why was this different? Why are they hiding him away? Was that Damar Hamlin at that stadium on Sunday? How would we know? But with a sports league worth billions of dollars and a pharma shot worth tens of billions, even trillions before this is all said and done, there's enough money in play for people to lie about it. That's just the truth. And if that means covering up the truth for people like this, that's a small price to pay. Look, we'll say it. We know that the bioweapon did this. The NFL knows that the shot did this. The doctors know that the jab did this. And according to a Rasmussen poll, almost 50% of Americans now say that they know someone that they suspect died suddenly as a result of being injected with Pfizer's heart attack shot of death. If DeMar Hamlin wasn't vaccinated, and if doctors had been able to justify any other cause for Hamlin's collapse on that field, they would have repeated it a thousand times over again. Stu, call me. You and I, we need to talk. All right. Here's, God bless you, man. I mean, seriously, you bring up some good points. Now, I speak from experience between 1977 and 1981, which is a five-year period. I stopped counting. At the times I did CPR, I stopped counting at 50. Okay. Um, I worked... uh, was a first responder before they were even known as first responders and, and and i intubated people in the field you know okay I, uh, and i performed cpr again i stopped counting at 50 from ages ranging from i think six months to uh, i'm not even sure the oldest one I, I i've i've done as in field you're not referring to a football field as in field i'm not referring i'm talking about the field in on the streets in people's homes in, in on the literally on the street or, or you know um yes in the field on the field not on the field but in the field 
And there is roughly, the success rate at that time was about 7% uh, recovery rate, 7 And that was high with the antiquated back then equipment. Now, of course, now that the equipment has progressed and we have much better equipment, the number is a little bit higher. But DeMar Hamlin was actually dead, technically dead on the field, football field this time. All right, so so they used the defibrillator on him. Um, and, of course, people were saying, well, that was just one of those hits that the heart was at that right um, rhythm, at that right point in the rhythm when he got hit that caused asystole, him to die, basically, lose, lose his heartbeat, technically dead. They brought him back using CPR and the equipment. Now, having done CPR, I can tell you this. I've broken my share of ribs, not mine, others. It happens. I'm telling you, it happens. And when you hear and feel that, there's, believe me, yeah, just believe me, okay? And this is before the mouth, when you did mouth-to-mouth, this is before the mouth guards and stuff like that, when you would actually have people vomit um, if because of because of the airway and, Sometimes the tatters, yeah, tatter. I'm not going to get graphic, but I'll I'll just say this okay, it was very unpleasant, especially when you were doing a positive TB patient that was, um, you know, anyway, outside the Waffle House, outside the Waffle House, (laughs) yeah, we got to show you some videos from the Waffle House, anyway. Uh, what's up with that? I'm just asking, what's up with the Waffle House? You go in there, man, it's like you better have your body armor on. I don't know. I don't want to hear people from the Waffle House, please. The, the corporate execs, I'm just I'm just saying, okay? And it's not me. Don't sue me, okay? But he raises some good points. And Eric the Tech and I were talking about this. And I want you, to, all of you, listening and, and viewing, to, to comment on this, either at Brighteon or, or uh, Rumble. Okay, comment on this. You saw on Sunday, Eric the Tech. You're going to have to get in the, get in on this because we had this discussion, and it was you know we almost came to blows. Okay, uh, him and I. We had, no, I'm kidding. But we, we, he made, he made some good points. But here's my question. All right, my question is this: Demar Hamlin was reportedly at the game on Sunday, but he had a mask on, and he had sunglasses on and a hoodie you couldn't see if you couldn't tell if that was damar hamlin they said it was damar hamlin but you couldn't tell much was made with Stu peters about his arm movements going up and if you know you had cpr done less than a month or a month ago uh, that would be a little painful well, okay then the excitement you can tolerate a little bit of pain but then the symbols he used the symbols he used. Now, this was not a triangle. This, I believe, was meant to be a heart like I love you. But he makes some good points. Why not put him right in the 50-yard line for everyone to see? But, 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 but that didn't happen. And, and the security was so around him was, was so over the top. You've never, I've never seen that. Okay, so here's my question, though, and I'm wrestling mentally with this, and I ask, I ask you to add some clarity. If that wasn't, let's just go the really crazy conspiratorial way. If that wasn't Damar Hamlin, and and they were pulling some stunt, to what end? I, I, I'm trying to work this out in my mind. If, if somebody from the NFL said, I got this idea. Let's roll out this person to beat DeMar Hamlin and have this big PR thing, if this was a big PR thing. How do you, how do you write the end to that chapter if you're behind that? If, if, if DeMar is really kind of not doing well or, or, or worse, 
And then, and then there's the other thing. Here he is. Okay, there, there he is. Not, not to me. That's not a, that's a heart. You know, I love you kind of thing. And the, a big issue about hey, broken ribs from CPR. You know what the guy, the guy's in great physical shape. The people I did, uh, you know, not not so much. All right. But there, but see, he was in this in this closed off enclosed area but he still had his hoodie jacket mask and sunglasses on that could be me well not really because (laughs) i'm not but that, that could be who who knows who that could be but but then again i i go back and ask to what end how how do they if that wasn't him how did they write the final chapter to that what did they say? Whoops. Um, and he got worse and, and passed away? Or he got worse and... and or, or I, 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 Help me out with this. You see where I'm going? Eric the Tech, you see where I'm going with this? I, I mean, help me out here. What, what's I do. A, it just doesn't make sense. What, it's not you, the story. The, the whole story doesn't make sense. You're, thank you. Look, I don't know what is here's, going on. But here's why it doesn't make sense for me. Okay, go ahead. Because he, there's evidence of a hit. Correct. To his neck area. Well, to his chest and chin, neck, yeah. yes. Yeah, okay. So if you have that, why all this charade? When you can just use that. When you can use that as the ostensible cause of yeah. his cardiac arrest. Inquiring minds want to know that that's probably the best question out there. Okay, so let's, based on what you said, let's say that that was him. Now, Matt Couch had a, had a thread. I think Matt Couch was on our program a number of years ago. Matt, Matt Couch had a thread because he underwent some cardiac issues about four years ago, five years ago, I don't know, a number of years ago. And uh, he had some residual effects from the cardiac issues. Now, he spoke of potential, you know, facial uh, aphasia and some other things. Maybe they didn't want to show, maybe whatever, or the fact that he was on oxygen, maybe through a nasal cannula. That they didn't want to. I mean, there, there's a number of reasons, right? So, are there legitimate reasons why that he would remain covered? I suppose. I guess Matt Couch had some good points too, but but see, you're right. This doesn't make any sense. And this proves that we are in living. I think this doesn't prove. This suggests. This is one of so many things that suggests that we are living in this twilight zone-ish environment. Okay, so does it matter? Even against Ukraine, for example, the story about Ukraine does this even matter? Yes, it does. And I'll tell you why it does. Because I don't like to be lied to. And I don't like you to be lied to. Steve Quill and I were talking on the phone night before last, long conversation, about the, about the existence of lies out there, the, the, the people who are lying. I've got to tell you this. Both of us are sick and tired of the lies. Whether it's coming from our side or their side, stop lying. And certainly don't lie to me. Don't lie to the audience. Steve and I were both, people better not be lying to my audience. And same thing with me. And we're so passionate about that because it's... the truth that we need, the unfettered, 
unvarnished truth. And I don't care how bad, how, I don't care how sad, bad, twisted that truth is. Tell me the truth. Tell me the truth about the SCOTUS leaker and the DNC pipe bomber and Paul Pelosi and the Nashville bombing and Seth Rich and COVID leak. Tell me the truth about that. Don't hide your nefarious wiles from us. I don't think they can tell the truth. And therein lies the rub. I don't think, to quote Shakespeare, I don't, you heard of him, right? Boomer. I'm a boomer. Of course, Eric can take me. But therein lies the rub. They can't tell the truth. Because if they told the truth, we would be chasing them down, as we should be, into their homes and lynching them and hanging them from the light post outside as an example. And who are they? I'm talking about every, just about every Washington uh, person in Washington, D.C., from the government officials to the lobbyists, to the people at uh, the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, all of these organizations that you know about, but we can do nothing about seemingly. I'm talking about the people like Mayorkas who said the border is secure when it's not. I'm talking, yeah, I mean, you talk about a lie. My goodness, what a lie. The Hunter Biden laptop exposes much. Miranda Devine, Natalie Winters, I mean, oh my gosh, but Miranda Devine specifically has done so much with, with the uh, Hunter Biden laptop. I, I, I have her book, The Laptop from Hell. I've written about it in Wisconsin Christian News. Uh, page one here in the show notes. Here it is, the smoking gun. The 20-point email of classified information from his father that Hunter Biden sent to Burisma board member in April 2014. This by by way of a gateway pundit. I'm going to tell you something. This I have written about this. In this particular story, folks, it is pretty damn clear to anyone who read this Hunter, well, the Hunter Biden email uncovered by Miranda Devine, that Hunter Biden had access to classified information. It's clear. Now, this email is from uh, Robert Biden, I believe. Bobby, Uncle Bobby. Is that, if you scroll down um, to, to the, oh, there's a picture. Of course, Biden as VP with his son Hunter to the right with Devin Archer. Okay. And you're telling me they didn't talk business on, on the golf course there? Of course they did. This This Ukraine war that Biden is responsible for, generally speaking, and the military-industrial complex, is to cover the money-laundering operation that occurred there, and that enriched Biden, that enriched Hunter, that, that actually underwrote his sexual perversion and drug es- escapades through our tax dollars, actually, and and other money from oligarchs. Folks, read this article. I'm not going to go through point by point. Understand this. Joseph Robinette Biden sold this country. And right now, just move that doomsday clock to 90 seconds to midnight because now he's throwing M1 Abram tanks or Abrams tanks to Ukraine. And Russia's saying, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. But he's doing it. And the neocon on the neocons on the right in Washington, like Lindsey suck my pencil, Graham, or let me suck your pencil, Graham, Clapping like idiotic seals. 
they're going to get us all killed. Maybe that's what they want. I want to touch on this. Again, please read that the 20, um, 20 point email of classified information. And also, this connects to the classified documents of Hunter Biden when he was VP. Think about this now. What What documents could he possibly have in his possession that were classified as VP? Huh, let me think. What makes the most sense? You you walk into a murder scene where where a husband or a a wife is dead, and the husband is, I'll I'll give you an easy one, is standing there, she's in bed shot, and the husband's saying they're holding the smoking gun. Is there really a question? This is the smoking gun that could take Joseph Robinette Biden out right now. Unbelievable. If you want to switch to the doc cam, document camera. America has suffered some 300,000 non-COVID excess deaths since 2020. Uh, like, we didn't know this. But he, but here's what's interesting to me. People are starting now, ordinary people, and, and uh, <laughs> they're starting to say, wait a second, something's wrong. Even, uh, my gosh, my wife said to me last night, even Sean Hannity mentioned this. Oh, hold my 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 beating heart well it's still beating but i mean seriously for sean hannity to say there's something wrong wow you see all of this can be traced back to the bioweapon very quickly this can all be traced back to uh, i i don't i'm not gonna have enough time I'm not going to have enough time. All of this can be traced back to the bioweapon. And uh, the bioweapon being, uh, you, you can, I, I don't care. You can, I'll show you. Here, you, you can read this article yourself. Um, weekly increases in deaths. If you look at this chart here, the blue line is Sweden where they really didn't have anything, uh, any type of lockdowns. And then you've got the higher rates of excess deaths on countries that did. All right. Bottom line is we told you so. We told you so. The, the jab is poison. The poison was administered by Fauci, but by the NIH, by NIAID, by Fauci's soon-to-be successor, Peter Hotez. You've got to know who he is. Peter Hotez. Hmm coming up and he's worse you think the same boss or the new boss same as the old no not this time worse than the old boss peter hotez i had so much more so much more for you but the fact is i'm out of time um a minute and a half folks um i want to thank you very much for your support and belief in this platform changes are coming good changes things that you're going to say wow information that you'll have access to especially if you're a supporter to this to this uh, broadcast that uh, other people don't have access to. Why? Because I, we can't do this without your support, and I want to thank you for that. And Eric the Tech, I want to thank you so much for coming in early, early, early and doing this, and, uh, of course, uh, for everything you do as well. And thank you for your support, ladies and gentlemen. God bless each and every one of you. And and remember, please remember, hit your knees, pray. Make sure you're spiritually prepared for what is coming. There's so much more I've got to get into, but we'll do it another time. Tomorrow, Steve Quayle will be with me, and maybe we'll talk about some of the issues that we didn't get to today. May God bless each and every one of you. Have a great day, great night, great afternoon, wherever, whatever the case might be.